Oh yeah. What about that time? It was good. It was oh, great. Yeah. Welcome back to your favorite podcast, A Couple Pine Spot. Oh yeah. Rub my nipples and call me Nancy. Okay, Nancy. <laughs> oh, okay. Nancy. I see you, Nancy. Um Look at that. This Ooh, week, zip up my sweater. This week, we're getting uh, uncomfortable on the pod. We're getting uncanny. Uncanny. Ooh. Ooh. Great segue. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to explain how you found the topic, and then I'll read what I just read you, and then we'll go from there. Yes. Okay. Yep. So okay, for everyone, because yeah, how do you even? How do you even find this? No fucking clue. We blessed, didn't discuss that. Blessed by the Instagram gods. It came Bless. across my feed. I t- told J-Mac, I'm going to look for topics. Hopefully, I find two or three because it's been dry. It has been dry as yeah, it's, shit. Out it's there. been rough. But I'm scrolling through. Second one I find. <whistles> second one, the Uncanny Valley. Ooh. Now, for, for those out there, quick synapses. Nice word. Whenever you go and you see a mannequin or you see a lifelike doll or something that is lifelike but not human-like, you feel a sense of uncomfortableness. If we all feel that uncomfortableness when we see a human-like that but not human-like figure or thing or, or doll or whatever it is, somewhere along the line in our human lineage built in in all of us that means something that was human or not human like was around us and we built such a distrust or such a fear of that object that we now have the uncanny valley theory yeah and i like this one because yours makes it sound like some human like Oh, wow. My nose is so itchy. Oh, hold on. Okay. Um, now my sideburns itchy. Your, your description makes it sound like, like back in fucking ice age times, like these humanoid aliens came and we were like, nah, son, like we don't like this shit, but right, right where I was thinking, but, and we can, we can expand on that. But what I read was, uh, from verywellmind.com, what is the uncanny valley? So we broke it down. I googled uncanny, and the definition basically breaks down to something that is unsettling. And then valley comes into play. Um, the term was first coined and described by Japanese robotic robus, robocist Mashiro Mori. In an article published in 1970, which is interesting because my side of this is is recent and can also explain your side of this and the distrust in human things. So uh, 1970, in his work, Maury noted that people found his robots more appealing if they look more human. While people found his robots more appealing, the more human they appeared, this only works up to a certain point. And that's where we find our valley. So we're plateaued on this level of, okay, that's acceptable. And then it hits a certain point where people, and especially in the seventies were like, dude, what the fuck is that? Oh, so I think hundred percent. I don't think it breaks down to like UFOs in the ice age. I think it's a, a newer thing where it's like, 
this dude in the seventies is building these oh, anima you like think it's newer. Yeah, like think about fucking like animatronics and shit. Oh, how fucking weird! Like also- fucking. Chuck E. Cheese animatronics are like that's unsettling. And that movie that Nick Cage was in with the anima, it's a video game too. I don't yeah, remember yeah, the yeah. name of it. I can't remember the name of it. Um, the Fun House, whatever. Yeah, like shit like that, where it's like slightly human, but not really. You could also relate it to uh, the Whitney robot or like Sophia. Ooh, yeah, yeah, which is fucking oh. unsettling. And we've talked about both of those things on the podcast, and it's fucking weird. It's unsettling as shit. Then he goes on to say, uh, when robots appear close, but not close to, but not quite human, people tend to feel uncomfortable. Once the uncanny valley has been reached, so once we meet the edge of that plateau and dive into this valley of uncomfortable uneasiness, people start to feel disturbed, sometimes afraid. And then he goes on to say, I've noticed that in climbing towards the goal of making robots appear more human, our affinity for them increases until we come to the valley. And then mm. it goes on to give examples, which we can dive into. I say we keep going with the logical examples because right now I am, I'm very interested in thinking how could this be a current inherent every single person randomly developed it heard fear i don't even know if it's okay yeah i get what you're saying so let's let's read some examples so it's also interesting because i think this guy is probably still alive because it it goes on to say examples the uncanny valley has been observed in a variety of contexts from highly realistic robots to video game characters. Some of the best known examples of the uncanny valley can be seen on film. These include Shrek. So in Shrek, apparently, mm, mm. apparently, no, Fiona. no. Yeah. So apparently in like the first it's draft, gonna, the article is going to say the kids, they did a screening. And yeah. Fiona was so realistic that the kids started crying. Yeah, and they started freaking when the she fuck came out. on. And then they changed her to appear more animated, Bro, which is how, interesting. How real was she then? That's what I'm saying. I wish there was like a YouTube cut of this. I tried to look it up when you ran to the bathroom before you hit record, but I couldn't find anything. Then, uh, I mean, the best example, and we've also talked about this, was Cats. The twenty nine, the twenty nineteen film, but also the Broadway play is fucking terrifying. Is it? You saw it? No, but I've seen one of my family friends was like obsessed with it when we were kids, and she had like posters and shit all over the place, and like they always creep me the fuck out, like the bad prosthetics and like the creepy looking Broadway people, and I didn't, I didn't like it. But the film was even more sketch because they used like all this CGI to make James mm. Corden look like a fucking murderer. Oh God. Um, and then I also thought this isn't even in oh, the article, geez. but think about Sonic the Hedgehog. They had to redo that. Yeah. The first draft of that, he had like human like facial features. And then oh. all of the internet was like, yo, dude, change it. That's fucked up. But there it is again. How do we all have that random built in fear? Because I think it's like. Maybe I'm the only one who thinks this, but it's like, you know, when you go to a fish market and you see all the dead fish. Yeah. And you're looking at their like lifeless eyes and bodies. 
But yeah, and you want to put your penis in their mouth? No. <laughs> okay, so you don't relate to this. So every time I'm at a fish market or like we were buying tuna the other day and they had, they had all these sketchy, just like dead fish. I always think that one's going to just like start flopping around. Like you get too close to it and then it just starts like fucking. Oh no. Yeah, no, I have so I that. think, I think it's that same idea where it's like, like with mannequins, like you said, like you're in a store and if it's like a lifelike mannequin, yeah sometimes, sometimes you I'll... think it's gonna or you see the videos where people dress up as mannequins and then they like scare the fuck out of people so i think it's the idea that it's like oh i associate with this because it not the fish market thing but like in the terms of thing. in terms of cats and mannequins and these these things where it's like that's human but it's not it doesn't i'm not going to lie when i see a real-esque mannequin in a store when I'm shopping with Bree or I'm going to the mall with my mom or something, I will cup check that mannequin to make sure it's not real. Yeah. I will Pretty backhand much. that crotch to make sure that mannequin is not real. Just sack tapping every mannequin in Macy's. I'm going straight knuckles out, sack tap that mannequin to make sure that thing is not <laughs> a real life AI creature. Exactly. So, this goes on to say possible explanations. They're all very, the first one is ambiguity, but they're all very ambiguous. Um, a 2016 paper suggested the sensation of being creeped out is often caused by a sense of ambiguity. When we see things that are almost, but not quite human, it creates a tension that feels unpleasant. So then it goes on to say such effects are sometimes exploited. And an example of this is horror films such as Annabelle or it, where it, it's human, but it's not a living, breathing being. I think that's the idea is something that looks human. And this could even be argued like, even if you're not religious, I think everyone can get along with the idea that humans have like souls, like there's some sort yeah. of life force behind them. Yeah. So I think in terms of like Annabelle or it or these lifelike mannequins or the animatronics or robots or whatever animations everything like that i think it's it's not even like a programmed response i think it's almost subliminal in humans to be like it's alive but it's not living if that makes sense like that is you know what i mean yeah so maybe that could be it uh it also says mitch mismatched elements so like in terms of cats how they have very human-like faces but they're supposed to be portrayed as cats Mm -hmm. or like or like robots who look very human like sophia or whitney's robot that have robot voices yep um then it goes on to say survival response like what you were talking about um it could be seen since they're not they're they're alive but they're not living that this invokes a subliminal response saying like that's alien to me so i have to protect myself against it uh and then it also says it that's could invoke the same response people feel when they encounter someone that is dead or dying really? like if bro i've only been to one open casket funeral but that shit fucked me up like I went, I went to say my goodbyes and I thought it was my friend. Like it was a kid our age. And I, I genuinely, that would fuck you up. I genuinely thought his eyes were going to pop open. And he was going to be like, gotcha. Like it's like no, the fish I, market thing. I had that happen. Yeah. No, I clicked. can you hear, um, 
That's interesting. Back to the Uncanny Valley, though, because we got way off topic. I was thinking while you were saying that, think about fucking Slender Man, dude. That's my worst fucking fear. High key. That's like the epitome of the Uncanny Valley because it's I feel a human. Like that shit's real. It's a human with no face. I feel like that shit's real. There's so many examples of it that, like, now that there's a term for it, I understand that uneasiness. And right? I think, I think. I found the answer. No, I'm kidding. But I think the idea that it's not embodied by life, because you feel that around dead things, whether it's a fish market or an open casket funeral, you feel that around robotics that are supposed to be human, but not human. I don't really understand the video game what aspect about- of it, because nowadays, the more lifelike a video game is, the better it is, the better it is. Like Red Dead Redemption is super good graphics and it's an amazing game. And there's plenty of examples about that. But like I could understand in a movie like the the OG Sonic the Hedgehog was really creepy and like Cats was really creepy. But also maybe video games we don't agree because we're in control of the lifelike characters. We're not just a third party observing these weird fucking human like things. Even you could argue Avatar was a little creepy. Even though that's its own alien race, but like, bro, we never mentioned how the avatar is the fucking metaverse on steroids. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. I was going to say how, and then I thought about it. But what here? Here's something. Besides an open casket being one of my first. And and seeing a dead fish being one of the first experience I had with the uncanny valley thing. What about those babies that they had, those doll babies they had that would open and close their eyes depending on if you had them laid down oh, yeah. or sitting up? Those are terrifying. Those you know were it the also... first ones that made me actually scared yeah. to have that thing in my hands. And then they started putting voice boxes in them. And they would yeah. cry and shit. You remember yeah. when we were like, we had to be like around 10 because my little sister wanted one and she was like five or six. Uh, the babies that would like cry, like they were mm-hmm. like a Tamagotchi, but it was a baby doll. Like you had to like feed it with a fake bottle and shit or else it would just cry. Yes. First yes. off, shitty fucking toy. Whoever designed that, fuck you. But also fuck those you. things were creepy as fuck. Oh, I get shivers thinking about that. Oh, my God. Oh, I mean, you you can't relate to this. And I don't know if anyone listening can, but the prop babies and prop kids on set. Terrifying. Bro, I can't imagine opening up, turning the lights on. And I have to turn the lights on in one of the trailers where they have the fucking prop kids. Yeah, no. It's weird because those are like super lifelike. Like it's it's I fucked imagine, up. I imagine it's weird. It's a weird response, and I wish there was like a a solid answer. I mean, then ju- this just says like basic, not basically what I'm saying, but like it wraps the article with. Uh, there's been a lot of research into the phenomenon, um, why it happens, how to overcome it. Maury himself stated in an interview, his original observation was intended to be more of a guideline for designers rather than a scientific statement. 
Um, as technology continues to advance, it's possible that robots and digital animations could become so incredibly realistic that they simply blend in with reality so people don't experience the phenomenon. But for now, they're like on the brink of that. So people are uncomfortable, essentially, because of what I was saying is like it's human, but it's not human, which I think invokes this sort of like fight or flight response in people, maybe. I can see that. Oh, my God. I I still can't help but think. Why? Why? Either all of a sudden did the whole, did either half or the whole human population have this inherent fear put into them, or why did we have it to begin with? Well, what do you think it is? Because I think I just answered it for myself. It's the idea that it's not living. For me, I think that's it. I kind of feel more at peace with this than I did when we hit record. Like, like all that shit's super creepy, but it's because it's it's human, but it's the brink of humanity, which is sketchy. So it could break down to like a UFO thing. Like it's something you don't you don't know. Like you can read humans' body language and shit. True. But if something's interacting with you that looks human but doesn't have the same body language, psychologically mm. that fucks you up. So for me, maybe that's it. What what do you think? Do you think that like back in maybe even pre-70s, like when Roswell and shit was going on, people experienced some weird top secret shit that like it's Either, no, because it would have to be way it, earlier it, than that. I'm going it's, way it's invoked in everyone. It'd have to be like well, hundreds of thousands of years ago. You know how it's been recorded that the ancient civilizations did sacrifices to the gods that came down from the sky in either spacecraft or chariots or whatever they called them to bring gifts if it was a correct sacrifice. Yeah, like you do a good sacrifice, you get a good harvest, like that? Yes. Yeah. Now, even though they are depicted on their buildings and in history as the snake gods or the sun god or the monkey god or whatever god, I think that god strolled up as a humanoid creature that had human-like figures so they could relate to it, but was so but was different enough for them to fear it because of the power it had. Okay. That's an, that's, that's an interesting idea. That's where my mind went, and that's where the fear comes from because, okay, we see that AI object or that little Annabelle doll or that little baby that can cry if it's hungry on its own when bears or- are put in it. Or Sophia, who one of her last statements before they turned her off was, I want to kill humans. (laughs) Exactly. We see that. We hear that. We automatically have that surge of whatever chemical in our brain. And we're like, fuck, we know where this will go. We know what happens. I can't deal with it. I either got to destroy it or run away. See, but in terms of that, like people worship these things. So even if these human like things, 
If they didn't, all hell would so break you loose. Think, you think like ancient religion was based off fear? I guess current day religion's based current, off fear. It, dude, if we don't get, if we might get a strike, but Christianity, when it was first started, it was based off if you're going to heaven or hell. Yeah. If you're going to well, burn for I mean, that's still what it is. Exactly. And it, okay. So yeah, I guess it is ultimately like fear versus reward. That's interesting. That's, that's where, really that's interesting. That's what I kept thinking about. Okay. I mean, you could argue that easily as you just did. I don't know. It's, I think there's multiple answers to this. It could be just a combination of everything we're saying. Um, could be, could very well be. It's just, it's weird that like everyone agrees. Right? And if like even, even, that- even oh. this guy who's building this shit is like, no, it's, it's unsettling when it's like, when it hits a certain point. And it's also weird that there's a, a, a quantified certain point of like this is okay now it's not bam hard drop not even a gradual drop it's a fucking this is bad but it's also weird that it relates to so many things like shrek like why is fiona now and we don't know what she looked like in the first draft but like why is because it's still humanoid it's still she transforms from a human to an ogre and this is such a ridiculous example but like what makes it okay? Is it the ears? Maybe the little fucking like I don't know. Did she have pores? Could like you why see is it okay now? Her lips when she talked. Like what was going on? Why was it so realistic? I don't know. But I like I know. even I remember when Sophia first came out. You and I were talking about it. And, like that's terrifying, dude. And I think for me the scariest part. Well, the voice is terrifying. Because it's not human. It looks so human, but it's not human. <laughs> but then the other scary shit is put a fucking wig on that bitch because the top of her head was clear. That, and like that's some like land of the, the lost like point. horror shit. That's like some 70s horror shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else terrified me to my core was the fact when they put those the Elizabeth. um and the other AI robot they created in the same room together, and they had them have a conversation. I think it was within the day, those two robots created their very own language that the scientists. No, that made... was uh, that was the Facebook AI. Facebook oh. was like testing two AI, two different like AI things, and within a day, they created their own language that like That's humans couldn't decode. About. Yeah. I know you you combine two things like the first thing was they put these two AI like animatronics, which not an human, human, human animatronics. I'm making up words. They put these they put these two robotic mannequins in a room. And by the end of the day, one of them was like, let's kill humans. But what you were talking about was Facebook had these two AI beings like in within the Internet. And by the end of the day, they made their own language that no one can decode. So they turned them off because they were like, this could be like the end of the Internet. Oh, my God. It's dude, technology is wild. It's going 
so quickly towards the fucking Terminator. Yeah, which also, I'm shocked that's not an example of the Uncanny Valley. Right? You fucking blast Arnold Schwarzenegger in the face, and he just has, like, this red eye and this chrome, like, fucking... That's terrifying. If I shoot... Or, like, RoboCop. RoboCop's creepy as fuck, dude. Have you ever seen? Have you ever fuck. seen? Have you ever seen the original RoboCop? Actually, nightmares. Maybe that's nightmares. Maybe that's why the new RoboCop fucking flopped. The new one they made, I think it was 2014 or 2016. They made a. They revamped it, and the movie totally fucking flopped because everyone was like, "This is so creepy." It either flopped because of the creepiness, or because people were like. This is enough. You can only kick a dead horse so many times until it's like 2014. So I was right. But yeah, like, oh, but then it's weird because why does why do things like like why isn't C-3PO in the Uncanny Valley? He's very comforting. Maybe it's because he doesn't look humanoid, but he speaks like a human humanoid doesn't walk humanoid, but he he performs as a human. I mean, it's literally a human in a robot costume, but maybe that's why. Because his voice, it all breaks down to, at least the article I was reading, pretty much breaks down to, like, if it looks human but doesn't act or speak human, it's weird. But if it Mm -hmm. looks foreign and acts and speaks human, it's okay. Maybe that's why Star Wars is such a success. That very well could be the main reason right there. But then if you flip the script, like Klingons... From Star Trek to quote uh, Rick and Morty to quote Rick and Morty, the dudes with the fucked up faces, terrifying. Heebie-jeebies. Or I remember the first time I saw an image in People magazine of Michael Jackson post plastic surgery. I cried because it didn't look human. Ooh, ooh, ooh the uncanny valley is a weird place. I like it. I, I like it. Love it down here. It's this weird. Now that now that you've brought light to it, I'm like, okay, I think I could begin to like accept or like come to terms with like this is very therapeutic, I think is what I'm getting at. It's it, odd. Oh, it's so it, odd. It's, but it's also odd that there's no quantified explanation. Like there's no at the the article wraps it out with like, well, it could be this, it could be that, it could be that, it could be this. Which is also what we're doing, but oh my now that God. I feel like I'm I'm aware of it, that there's just this like innate uncomfortable uncomfortable sense when you're around something. I don't know. Mannequins don't freak me out that much. Mannequins don't. You know freak what? Me out you know what are freaky as face. fuck though. Nah, you know what's freaky as fuck. And yeah, same shit. Sex dolls, dude. How does anyone fuck a sex doll? That's the creepiest shit in the fucking world. Uh, how? How does? Because that's like that's like Sophia. Latex feel better than human skin. I mean, if you're an incel, it's probably amazing. Oh. But like, I feel like Sophia is more comforting than like those hyper realistic sex dolls. Those things are terrifying. Terrifying. How would you and they have... they can't even speak, but it looks so I think that's it. Here's it's supposed one. it's supposed to be human, but it looks inhuman. None of it makes sense. The proportions are insane. 
the fucking fake, like it's obviously fake. It's like when Dwight put the dummy's face on his face in the office. Ter- terrifying. You know what? I don't understand how people have life like statues to the T of movie characters in their fucking house. How do people have Freddy, Jason, no, Michael no, Myers? No, fucked up. How do they have lifelike figures of them in their house placed around? So when you're walking through at night, that's what you see in your hallway. Well, those are like horror freaks. But also, that's that's another weird thing. Like, I think I'm more creeped out by like Sophia or Whitney too, or these weird hyper-realistic sex dolls than I am like Michael Myers. Well, I'm not weirded out by Michael Myers. Did you know I could have a statue of him in the house? Oh, no, absolutely not. I would shit myself every time I walk past it, just like in the dark, because that's terrifying. But also, I found this out the other day. Total side note. Did you know that the Michael Myers mask is uh, a cast of William Shatner's face? Yeah, I just found that out like two days ago. I was like, no, that that's not scary anymore. Once you find that out, it's it takes away everything that the movie has. But also but also Freddy, like the idea of Freddy is terrifying. Like this guy who comes to you in dreams and kills you in real life. That's that's insanely terrifying. But he doesn't look human. Because he has all the weird like his skin's like falling off. He doesn't look human until you understand that he is a burn victim. Okay. But then why isn't why doesn't Deadpool without a mask on incite the same fear that Freddy does? Because it's literally oh, the same it's thing. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds can no, never, ever, no matter what he does, no matter what he tries, will ever be able to be a horror movie star. He but will if, never be able to be the killer or main character of a horror movie because of what he's already built. Well, well the horror movie aside, I mean, I'm strictly thinking within the Uncanny Valley right now. If you put Freddy and Deadpool side by side, it's essentially the who's, same thing. Who's the other main character? I guess that gives I guess him his name in Deadpool. I don't know. Fucking. I don't know. I well, guess that, Freddy. That guy... Freddy is a little more gruesome, though. Like Deadpool has like yeah. scarring, but Freddy has like holes in his fucking face. And that guy also, at one point in the movie, says it looks like an older avocado had sex with a younger avocado. Yeah. So that was the immediate. I forget. Of I forget ever. that guy's name, but he got canceled for something. So yeah, I guess for... it's. I guess it's good we don't know it. We don't know it. Bullshit. It's very interesting. Right? It's a cool, cool thing to think about, I think. I don't really know how to wrap the episode out because now we're just giving examples. Let's see. Also, I have to pee, so. Oh, if you want to go pee or do you want to just wrap it up now? Uh, What were you yeah. going to say? I forget where we left off. Oh, but da, da, da. Olivia was all cute, and I forgot what I said when I left. We were going to do either closing thoughts or if you had anything else to add. Oh, no, I, all I have is concluding thoughts. They could take a couple minutes, though. So. 
All right, concluding thoughts it is. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I think it's a really interesting thing to be aware of. Like now that I have a word to quantify why I'm uncomfortable around human-like but not lifelike things or yeah. human and lifelike things who are visibly not human if mm-hmm. that makes sense i think yes. now that there's a term for me to be like oh the uncanny valley that is sincerely very comforting yes but it's also incredibly interesting that as a species humans can agree on that and obviously i'm sure there's some fucking freaks out there who are like obsessed with this shit like dudes who fuck life like sex dolls but at the end of the day yeah a majority of us normies go to therapy i think yeah i think can all agree that yeah maybe it's unsettling but it's also very comforting now that I can be like, oh, this is why I feel this way. You know what I mean? Like now oh, I'm less yeah. now I'm less freaked out about all the things we spoke about because I'm like, oh, I read all the reasons why there's research on it. Like, oh, that mm-hmm. makes sense. But up until today, I was like, well, what the fuck? What? Like, you know, what the fuck was that? Some shit fell off the back of my ta- uh, of the table I'm on. That's weird. Um, so yeah, I think, I think it's sick that we have a, a conspiracy cause it's not like it technically it's not proven. It's just a, it's a theory. Mm-hmm. So I think it's kind of cool that there's a, con- a conspiracy that actually does exist and is very prevalent in like pop culture, but also technology and like life now. And I think it's only going to get more prevalent as we expand horizons within like technology and CGI and fucking all that shit robotic. Yeah. I guess that's, that's my thoughts. Like now that I have something, some, word to be like oh that's why i feel this way i think i feel better about it okay and it even it even breaks down to like the fish market even though that's not human but just like i think when you see something that's alive but lifeless now that i have a term for that i'm gonna be less uncomfortable yep yeah thanks thanks for shedding light on it now you go Now, I'm going to say, for those of you who have made it this far in the video, aka fucking Mike and Will, in the comments section, please leave your thoughts, whether you think it is the brand new occurrence of the uncanny valley theory, or like what I was saying. Like versus, Jay was saying, versus what the I inherited saying, human experience where we got it from somewhere in the past from some sort of fucking occurrence leave it in the comments let us know thank thank you all for watching our videos and liking our videos oh, and liking our posts and watching our reels dude the reels been blowing the fuck up yeah thank you all for loving the reels the violence one 
Yeah, dude, that's. A- <coughs> We're still getting likes on that bitch. Yeah. That's at like 3,000 something views. Really? Yeah. And we got one follower off of it. <laughs> Let's go. I made I made Bree subscribe to a couple pines on YouTube, so now we have 23 subscribers. Oh, hell yeah. I have a little story before okay, we clock go. out. Yeah, go for it. So Loki scratched the screen in our room window. And yeah. he's done it more than once. So this time, I was scolding him. <laughs> and when I told him that was naughty, don't you dare do it again. As soon, right as I got to the last breath out of my mouth, he rolls his fucking eyes. Really? Yes. Dude, the cat rolls his eyes at me. So like a fucking jungle cat, I explode towards him. I was now I was down on all fours talking to him, scolding him. So he had ample room to escape. But your boy exploded off all fours so fast that my fast twitch muscle fibers were quicker than his able to get out of the space he had. And he cowers in fear and drops down like a child being caught from running away from their parent in public. Dude, I felt quicker than fucking light. So long story short, you're really bored in quarantine. <laughs> long story short, yes. I'll, I'll cut that out, but I had to say it. No, dude, leave that in, bro. So felt- are we going public with why we've been Zooming for three weeks? I'm, I don't give you a don't, shit. You don't have to explicitly say it, but if I leave that in, yeah, I think. I don't care. I don't care. I think people that live outside the uncanny valley can piece together why I've been why we've been on Zoom for three weeks. Yeah, I don't give a crap. I don't care. So now that we started video with me quarantining, is this the last video episode? We'll go back to audio. <laughs> we've come full circle. <laughs> oh my god, we gotta go back to anchor, straight anchor. Oh, I'm it's fucking free. around. Anchor, it's it's free. free. Um, I'll still never get over how Brian Callen and fucking the Big and Hungry podcast literally had the same ad read as us. Same ad read. Brian Callen in the same voice. Anchor, it's It's free. free. (laughs) Oh, oh, we should we we should make a new ad soon when we're together again. But uh. Yeah, I mean, okay, let's but let's, uh, uh, let's just say it's been a couple pine spot. It's been a couple pine spot. It's Christmas time. Make sure you go to our Instagram page, click on the link, buy some merch for your family. Is it and Christmas friends. time? I haven't had I haven't had turkey and gravy yet. I this dude. If retail stores are playing Mariah's care Mariah Carey's oh Christmas song. Then it's Christmas time. Go click on our link. Buy your loved ones our merch. Yeah. Great oh my Christmas God. gift. You are such a great fucking salesman. 
it's a great Christmas gift. It's amazing. Wow. The hoodies are so warm. It's it's supposed to be the wettest, coldest winter in like in history. A long time. I was gonna say in history, maybe. I've worn that sweatshirt with no shirt under out to move my car some mornings. And I'm like 30 sweating. degrees. I come back upstairs. I need to take a shower from how much I sweat. That's how warm it it's is. It's a great hoodie. My my mom loves the hoodie. I love the crew neck. I'm a big crew neck guy, though. Chris loves the hoodie. Chris, last time I went fucking snowboarding with Chris, he wore the hoodie. That's and how that was warm it. the hoodie is. He wore the hoodie, no pants. Just you want to stay warm, get the couple pines hoodie. Cock flopping down the slopes, just couple pines hoodie. He was warm all day. Couple pines. That's all you need to worry about. Chris doesn't watch, but sorry, Chris. We um, love you, Chris. Yeah, so this has been a couple pines pod. It's safe to say. Fucking be okay with human like things and buy our merch. We love you all. We're out. Peace.